happened. <laughs> All right, we's recording now. Um, oof, yeah. So I don't like these episodes. These type. How can I say this? This is an important episode that needs to happen, right? Um, mm-hmm. But unfor- the the part I don't like about it is I have to dig into like my deep personal yes. thoughts and feelings and. I agree with that. I'll be down. I'll be down. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't always feel like doing that. And then it's kind of like I'm a private person ish. Mm-hmm. Like I know I like game and I be on social media, but y'all be giving y'all like tidbits. And I don't like my feelings. I don't like. I kind of sometimes I feel to the extreme. Yeah. Um, I'm much better than I used to be, but I'm not, not like in the like crazy bad way, but I, I be in my head a lot, but mm-hmm. I also realize in, well, not realize one thing I've noticed is that especially in today's climate, like being a vulnerable, open black man, that shit just public perception. That ain't it. Right. Um, not many places are safe spaces. I mean, my podcast will always be a safe space for me and anyone who joins, uh, but yeah, it's just like ugh, feeling all the feels. But uh, one thing that I've done recently, I've started a weekly cleanse. So like either Friday or Saturday, I make sure I meditate and I feel everything I need to feel, think about what I need to think about. And I just release the negative energy so I can move forward with fresh thoughts. Um, and I had a migraine today and it came out of nowhere. I was fine all day. And I finished a training, a really good training, actually. And a migraine hit me. I left work early. I don't like medicine. This is mm-hmm. probably one of the few, t- unless I have a cold or a migraine, it's like the only time I take medicine. And I had to take a muscle relaxer because my shoulder is bothering me. I went to sleep on the wrong. I'm all beat up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, but why did you say you really wanted to do this episode before we started? Uh, because right? I agree with you 100%. I feel the exact same way. I... I hate talking about my feelings. I hate really? being, yeah, I really do like exactly how you feel. I hate one, talking about my feelings, two, being very like open and vulnerable. I feel like I only do that to like my parents and even then that's to an extent. Um, I used to, my emotions, I do not like my emotions. Hmm. I don't. And even as I get older, yeah, I'm able to like dissect through it just a little bit more, mm-hmm. but still no and (laughs) still no i'll be damn also like um the whole trying to be a private person yeah i absolutely 100 percent private 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 so it's like i hate like sharing and opening up but i was like i need to do this like episode like when you said it i was already thinking yeah um about it one and two because of like the current I was already feeling weird about like me and my openness and my vulnerability. Like, I want to say maybe, was it that Saturday? You sent that text on Sunday or something? Yeah, it was shortly after Decius's uh, interview. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like when you said that, I had already been thinking about it. And I was just like, oh my gosh. I was like, I already woke up with this like <laughs> on my mind. He sent me this text. It's like, I know I need to do this episode just to like get it out there. The one time the audience going to hear a little bit. The one time we need more. They, I mean, <laughs> but yeah. So like, and here's the other thing. And you probably feel this way too. Like when it comes to like being in a relationship or being with someone, I don't have a problem expressing myself then. Like right. I'm very clear. I'm very open because if anybody needs to know what I'm thinking and feeling, it's them. It's them. <laughs> like, yeah. but like the outside world, like those fears, those insecurities, ugh, ugh. So, that, yeah, oh, I shoot. feel you 100 percent between that and also that stage where you're not dating someone, but you are getting to know them. I hate that stage. I hate it so much because I'm like, am I gonna regret this? You know what? I'm gonna start the show on that note. <laughs> How's everyone doing? It's your boy Rob, host of From My Experience Podcast. Got the co-hostess with Moses, as you heard us both talking, me and Erica here. Yeah, man, all of the all of the feels are happening. Um, I came to a revelation today, though. I think uh, 
I think I came to a, a, a great discovery. I need to thank a couple people for being uh, ears for me recently. And yeah, man, it's okay to acknowledge your feelings. It's okay to have feelings. And sometimes you got to feel what you feel, y'all. But we're going to get into a couple things on this episode. Let me get my mind right. Let this beat drop. Showing Erica my whole armpit. It's shaved. It's shaving. Sorry, my ring camera. I forgot. There's nobody here. I just, I just want to make sure I'm just not like a black blob on the screen for you either, though. But there's oh, no, yeah. that would've been fine. You want to talk to it a would, black blob? Okay. I mean, it, it would've been the fine. Head? I know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> too private. Too private. See. Uh xbox controller over here yeah so this is not gonna be a normal episode y'all we don't have headlines or any of that other stuff um we just gonna talk about these fears and insecurities uh we have when it comes to dating and being in relationships and things like that so you were talking about before we, we officially <laughs> you want me to start again no no okay. I, I like that okay i'm right just I, I just wanted to make sure you know i like see i have a phobia too like not really a phobia but i listen to other podcasts and when there's women on there like people off they they like i hate when they get ready to make a good point and they get cut off by somebody else or they're just not giving enough, giving enough opportunity or time to speak or like really jump in there. And I'm just like, sometimes people won't let the conversation flow. Um, and I don't think it's done on purpose. I think sometimes people just get so excited um, or they really don't care. But I always want to like, I'm always very cognizant of you and your presence. And I really like enjoy your hearing you express yourself because we feel the same about a lot of things and you're very wise for your age. I must say that. Um, I cannot say that I've met too many women, even remembering growing up in college and all that stuff. Uh, and even after college that were like that think like you. So, um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But you were saying the talking phase, the talking dating phase. Oh my gosh. I hate that stage. You, hello, audience. You guys are going to hear so much openness from me tonight. Uh, probably more than you've ever heard in the past year or years I've been on the show. But yeah, I hate, I hate that talking stage um, a lot before a relationship because for me, I'm a person who, one, is very private. Two... I know that I have a lot of emotions and I go through a lot of ups and downs, this and that. I feel things and if I don't say it, my face will. And just kind of like how you were saying earlier is that relationships and being open and being vulnerable, I'm 100% okay with because I should always feel like that with my partner. I should always be able to go to my partner and tell them the things, be able to voice anything that I want to basically when is that talking stage and you don't know the outcome and that's that's probably just my fault for overthinking it don't know the outcome what the heck when, when you don't know the outcome we're just like yeah we're vibing we're chilling we're just trying to figure it out and i'm like well i know for me that's when i can kind of almost self-sabotage in a way because i'm like what are we are we moving towards something or are we just sitting here? Like, are we just stagnant type mm, of thing? Mm -hmm. Because that kind of, for me being a very private person and being very, I guess, hard on myself and also guarding, trying to guard myself, but I know that that comes across as self-sabotage, is how far or how open am I going to be with you? Because Oof. I absolutely do not like showing emotion to people who aren't going to be there. Mm. And I know that you can't do that because... Yes, you can. 
life is temporary people are temporary things like that and everything and when you meet people they're supposed to serve as a purpose or anything like that but oh my gosh i do not like it and even my therapist will let you know that right now love you girl but mm. <laughs> i do not like the the unknown and the uncertainty of someone being in my life because i feel like i need to guard and shield myself and my emotions of being open and vulnerable with you because you shouldn't know anything about me if I'm not going to be cemented into the circle, you know, that circle of people that you know. Because, I mean, I'll even be honest, it took me being friends with one of my closest friends for 10 years before I could start talking to her about my emotions. 10 Darn. years. Like, I'm just now reaching a point where I feel comfortable to, like, if I got to, like, say something off the wall and know that she's not going to call someone and have me escorted out in handcuffs or something like that. We just now reached that point, but that's also because I had to look at myself and be like, I'm over here wanting people to be open and vulnerable with me, yet I'm shutting myself off to the world. Yeah. Yeah. You... (sighs) You know, <sighs> some situations you got to give in order to receive, but mm-hmm. I would like to receive first, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> for the future Mrs. Wilson out there, can I Just receive that first? reassurance. That, there it is. I'll be there. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. Here will, That right there. That's the word. Reassurance. So many people weaponize that, I think, Um, because, well, I think some people do it on purpose, honestly, Mm -hmm. just to continue to get the same level of attention and, oh, they're chasing me. Oh, they're into me. And some people do it maliciously and they'll start asking or asking more of you or prove it or show me or what does that mean? And like, it's it's weird, man. Uh, I'm with you, though, like. The talking, getting to know phase, the feeling part is, like, what I just described typically is the hardest part for me. Um, I've been an open book pretty much all my life. Uh, There are deeper things that I've told people in relationships, but uh, that takes time. And like you said, it definitely takes trust. Like, are you going to be there or not? Uh, but I do probably tell a lot of things that most people wouldn't tell in a dating phase just because, and I've said this a thousand times on this podcast, like I'm a big proponent of not wasting somebody's time. Like if we don't want the same thing, if you're not interested, I'm, I'm not interested. Don't, I'm not your food guy. Go on a date with some of these other dudes. Like don't, don't try to use me in that way. You know what I'm saying? And I know that I'm good company and I have good conversation. Don't try to use me in that way either. Like, let me know what it is and give me the option to decide how I want to move forward with you versus faking it until you're making it or faking it until I got to pull your card. Like, yo, all the cards is on the table. Like, and you still holding your hand. Like I got to bounce. Like so many people put you in that situation where you got to force their hand and I don't like it. And I don't, I don't, um, the only, the only thing that makes sense to me is, is if the person is genuinely afraid or they don't know exactly how to express themselves because they're, because they're, they may be unsure of their feelings at the current time. But um, I think a lot of people, most people, are lying. Mm-hmm. Most people know. I mean, they say, and I've heard women say this. They know within the first few minutes of meeting a guy or seeing a guy what level they want to take it to with them. Uh, that could change with conversation, but you have initial thoughts and feelings. I mean, and if you if you open up enough to give someone your phone number or your contact or y'all exchanging communication then you know that premise is based on something could be friendship could be relationship could be whatever it's based on I'm sorry I live near airport y'all yeah y'all gonna hear that I can't do nothing about that it's gonna be based on something so it's like what happened to that interest initially like it, it, it I don't know it's weird yes. I agree with that. I don't like cliffhangers either, yo. No. <laughs> if I call you or if I text you, I like to hear back from you. Even if you just do the, which is new now. It's crazy. 
even if you just acknowledge the message with a thumbs up or whatever. Ew. Like it No. Well, I accept that because at least you're letting me know, hey, I got your message. Because like at my job, I can use my phone, but I can't use my phone. So sometimes mm-hmm. I like to let people know, hey, I got seen it. You know what I'm saying? At least let you see that because I might not have time to sit and actually really write out a response or I may not be in a position to. Like sometimes I can. Like today I was in a training class for like four hours. So I couldn't do anything on my phone. But if something would have would have come through, I would have liked to have been able to quickly be like, "Bing, yeah, I see it." What well, you don't now? I, I don't leave me. Don't don't use that as the reply though. Like you thumbs yes. up in my message is not a reply to me that says, "Hey, I got you. I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get to this." Or I read your message. I'm gonna get to this. But like not replying is the worst. Hello, I cannot stand when someone. Hello. <laughs> I cannot stand when someone does a reaction to a text message that I send, and that's supposed to be the reply. Nah. I'm like, so so you just must hate me then. I was like, let me stop playing on your phone, whatever. You ain't ever going to hear a peep from me again. I'll be damned. If a reaction is the reply. I Absolutely not. So I've had someone in my life tell me about dopamine, like the the pleasure part of the brain. Mm -hmm. And... That's what y'all be fucking up out here when y'all don't be texting back. Like, I... I'm sorry. Yeah, like... Because in your head, it is disastrous. Like... Oh, God. I am not going to... So, any of my ex-girlfriends or anyone I've talked to or flirted with or whatever, if you're listening to this, I'm going to share some experiences, but I'm not talking about a, one person in particular uh, because I've been through this with a bunch of people. But it, it sucks because it's like, if you you can't get nothing from nothing, so you leave someone mm-hmm. with their own thoughts. Like if you meet someone new and y'all hit it off and the conversation goes well, y'all texting, then all of a sudden you may ask a question or you know, whatever. Like you you send them something that warrants a response that needs a response, not something like "Good morning, how are you, beautiful?" Like something serious, and they don't respond. It's like. Am I texting you too much? Was that a whack question? Do you think I'm weird? Is it too soon? Like all of the worst. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is, but all the worst thoughts come to mind. Oh shit. I was, I was going to say, I agree with you a hundred percent because I overthink so much. And I know that's like a big insecurity. That's like there on the surface it's like it's not even on the surface it's like blaring just shouting at you from off off a cliff somewhere telling you warning warning but i absolutely cannot stand feeling not like an indifference but just the unknown especially when you are talking i'll be damned i don't like that the whole no response especially when you know that Nine times out of ten, you're going to go check your phone at some point. You know, it's not like we're back in the days where we don't have cell phones. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch your mouth. Those are my days. Hey, man. I'm just saying. I didn't get my first cell phone until college. Watch your mouth. Ooh. Um. Sony Ericsson, you had to buy a camera separately and That's attach it to the bottom, yo. Absolutely. I don't know about that one. <laughs> but I'm just going to say, like, we live in such a digital age where it's like you, I can't stand when someone who says that they express interest in you and getting to know you. And they use this whole, oh, I'm not on my phone all the time. I like to separate myself. Granted, yes, but tell me, is your phone your alarm clock? Okay, then. So you should be able to send a text. Not to say that I'm timing you. Yes, you are. But <laughs> We're timing them. No, no, no. We're being vulnerable in this episode. I was, uh, We're timing I... you. It might be a long time. It might be an hour. It might be two. It might be three. But, oh, you're timed. And also, I'm constantly thinking, I'm just like, okay, like, I I do a lot of tug and war, like, 
with myself mm. in my head. I know that sounded so creepy, but like it's like a mental battle in my head yeah. because I always want to see it from the other person's perspective. Yes. Because I'm like nine times out of ten, we're not like a hundred percent in this together. We're not. Also, you're your own person. You got your own things yes. going on during the day. I'm not with you 24-7 to account for every single thing that you're doing. And mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. You're a person. Be free. Do what you want to do. Be a little bird. Fly on. But <laughs> I need to get some type of sign of life. I'll be damned. <laughs> yes. For the day. Or else I'm going to get irritated. Especially if... And I know this this also sounds bad, y'all. But if I see something on social media and I don't I, 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 I'll ping, be damned. If my phone does not ping, but I see you on social media, <laughs> I'm hot. I'll be I'm damned. hot. Energy and attitude done for the day. Don't even bother texting me, you know, good morning. I've been asleep. Liar. Okay, because I saw you. <laughs> it was a scheduled post. It was a scheduled post. I just you can't be doing all that <laughs> lies. Ah, yo. Um, Quickest way to make me so mad. <laughs> so here's where you and I separate a little bit. Everything yes. you said, I'd say. Fuck. Well, really, all of it's true. But there's there's two things. Um, one. Energy and capacity is a real thing. Mm -hmm. I'm I don't like like everything you just described. I don't like it, but I know that I do it too. I try not to, but like I have like I just texted my friend maybe four or five days ago. Hey, I'm gonna catch up with you tomorrow. I'm gonna call you tomorrow. I ain't did it yet, right? Um, and I'm not even gonna call her after this uh, podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, we get open and vulnerable, right? Um, but that happens too. Like even I've dated people have been talking to people and I just don't have the energy or the capacity or I just don't feel like it. That's just me. And it's not personal. And one of the things I've learned to do is to let the person know, like you said, trying to be, cause yes. you know, I understand like what it means to be in your head all day. And it's like, dang, I didn't hear back from you, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I get that part. Um, dang, what was the other thing I was going to say? chicken scratches oh yeah the social media thing i've learned to discount that mm -hmm. only because you know you and i might be talking about something specific and yes because you go on social media that means you are talking to people or you're writing right and the assumption is well if you're on social media you got my text message that's the assumption but there have been days where, like, I'm at work. Not my current job, of course, uh, but I'm at work. And none of my other jobs either. <clears throat> when I was a realtor, when I was working for myself, I would purposely not engage in conversations because they would distract me. Like, social media is like, set it, forget it. And it's casual. But, like, some people really try to engage you, and it's like, you want to stay focused because you might be throwing off. You might be doing something important. So... And this is not me giving a person excuses or reasons to do it. And like I said in the beginning, I still don't like it. But I, I, I had to put myself in their shoes and say, damn, Rob, you do that. You do that. You've done that. You've done this. But I've also gotten better. And sometimes that person isn't there, isn't at that level with you yet. And sometimes you need to, I mean, this is a vulnerable moment. Sometimes you need to let them know. Like, I had to do that recently. Because I text someone I didn't hear back for a couple days. And it was eating me up because I really wanted to hear back from them. Shout out to my homegirl, Jaleesa. Shout out to Troy Spry, licensed life and relationship coach. Shout out to my boy, Colin Myers. Those are three people I talked to. I'm like, all right, am I tripping? Like, what y'all think about this? Um, and this is where good, strong friendships, people who know you, come into play. Mm -hmm. um, and they gave me some advice. And I took their advice. And it is what it is at this point. I, I basically reached out and said, hey, you know, am I doing too much? Like, am I being extra? Like, and they, they were like, no, 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 you're good. You know what I'm saying? Um, but sometimes I just don't have the energy or capacity. And that that was it for me because I'm the same way. Like, for real, for real. Like, sometimes I don't have the energy and capacity. So I was like, all right, I'll leave it at you don't have the energy and capacity. 
cool. It is what it is. So my expectations moving forward are now much different than they were before. Yes. Um, and that's that's why it's important to let the person know you can't be a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then all of a sudden you stop. We Draw. think you we think you're dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we think you're dead. We think you're talking to somebody else. We think we said something wrong. Like, because the times that I will sit there and reread a text message because I'm like, there's no way. Because you you were there when yeah. I gave you that one situation. I yeah. said, am I am I wrong? Cause I read it like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yo, that'd be the other thing, man. Like, oh, y'all, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Cause I am known for this. If you can send a person voice memos, that clears up so many misinterpretations. It makes communication a thousand times better. Like when I'm really into someone or really interested, that's what I do because Text messages like you got their voice in your head, you got a tone in your head, like and I yeah. do. Don't yeah. don't be using extra periods on me. No ellipses. And I'm like, what's the attitude? I'll be damned. That is why I like sending voice memos. Um, yeah. But I don't ever want to be the extra guy and see like so <laughs> another vulnerable moment. My timing has always been bad. Um I wouldn't say bad, but I don't, there's not a book or a manual that tells you the right time to do things. Sometimes you feel it. Sometimes it works out in your favor. Sometimes it doesn't. And one thing that I've learned is to let people know what I want up front. Mm -hmm. Up front meaning sooner rather than later. There's not really a timeline per se. I don't know, a month or two, because I've been friend zoned a lot. Um, and a few of them, I wish I never was, but it is what it is at this. I mean, we talking 15, 20 years deep at this point. So it's like, it is what it is. Like those, those feelings subsided, but, um, part of that and what I've been told, and I've said this on here before is like, Oh, I didn't know. Oh, you never said anything because the way a woman talks to you as a friend versus the way she talks to you as an interest, a love interest, two totally different people. <clears throat> and I would love the best of both worlds, but it, it never turns out that way. Uh, and it's hard for me because people, as y'all know, they naturally open up to me, no matter who it is. Mm -hmm. Like I, like we said before, most of our guests are people we don't know. 90% of the people who've been on this podcast are people that I only saw your Instagram post. I sent you an Instagram message. You said, okay, you sent me a questionnaire. You came in here and we had a great conversation. And it just flows, but people are just naturally comfortable with me. And I, I like that, but it scares me too. Cause I'm like, oh shit, here's the friend zone again. Right. And it's like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be there. So I say something about it. And then it's like, well now it changes the dynamics. I mean, people say, oh, it's not going to change anything. It does. It does. They talk to you different. They speak to you less. And you find out really quickly if they're interested or not, unfortunately. I'll be damned. Uh, man. You've done this. You have male friends? I do have male friends. And the thing is, the way that I talk to romantic interests and friends, <laughs> honestly, I think it's funny because there's been a lot of times because I'm just such a goofball. And mm -hmm. I, even for romantic interests, I'm going to hit you with a Hulk Hogan brother. I'm going to start saying brother a lot. I'm going to start saying dude, bro, even though there's romantic interest behind it. Mm -hmm. But it's just like things that I say. Yeah. And a lot of times there's been a lot of, I guess, a lot of friends along the way who have thought that that was romantic interest. And I'm like, no, it's not that. Nothing personal. <laughs> it's just, you know, whatever. But I don't ever try to treat them a different type of way. I feel like I fumble the ball so much when it comes to romantic interests because I then get really awkward about it. And I think hmm. the way I talk to my friends and my romantic interests, it's one and the same. So I feel like it's never clear to romantic interests that it's like, no, I'm interested. I'm not just saying dude for no reason. So but here, here's the thing. We're being open and vulnerable right now. Uh -huh. I never try to shoot 
Kevin Samuels told y'all what to do, and y'all don't listen. So, but here's the thing. To, I just... <laughs> it don't... So... I have a, I have a valid reason. Go ahead, yo. My, val- my valid reason is usually if I sit there and give them enough time to talk, I realize that it wasn't interest in the first place. I'll be down. I'll be down. I shouldn't have did that to you just now because that'd be happening to me sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, sometimes the initial energy be on that vibe until you get to know them a little better. Some, and that's, yeah. That's valid. That's valid. I can't. I, I got to take my I'll be down back. Um, that's very valid. But not even but. As you get older, I don't know how many people you've talked to have been in relationships with, but as you get older... Like me, I've kind of learned myself and I kind of know what I'm actually like mm-hmm. attracted to, like personality traits. I listen for very specific things and character traits, right? I look for, or I'm interested in people who have similarities with me. I can't really describe them, Um but I look for that because what I need, the problem, mm, damn, oof, vulnerable <laughs> moment. The, I think one of the things I need the most, if, if not the most, is understanding. Like, yes. Uh, I am a studier. Like, I love motorcycles. Don't have one, probably won't own one. But I will sit and watch YouTube videos and read reviews and stuff like that. Like, when something interests me, I like to just study it. And... It's cool to have, I have a homegirl who's the same way and she gets it. And like some people think, oh, you about to mo- buy a motorcycle? Oh, you about to do this? And it's like, no, it's just, this is just something I'm interested in, if that makes sense. And I have a lot of quirks about me. I'm a gamer. I have a few things about me that typically can be points of contention or, or just people think it's corny or whatnot. And it's like, you're not taking the time to relate in this relationship Mm -hmm. you're not taking the time to understand like when it comes to stuff you love to do and stuff that makes you feel good you don't want anybody around you talking shit about it right like i can't date someone oh you got a podcast everybody got a podcast i don't know why you're doing that you're not gonna make money off of you're not like you can kick rocks because i did not know we were florida what happened what's her name the girl the wife from Good Times, where every time I'm done, every time you don't want to date one of them. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> can't do it. So that's one thing you'll pick up on. So the 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 interest will align differently when you start to say, "Oh, th- these dots are connecting in a different way." Especially when it's new and it's refreshing and it's something you hadn't seen in a while. I'm telling on myself right now. Uh, yeah, if it, it feels it feels damn good, and you can mistake it for a lot of things. Go read our latest blog; it's it's, it's all in there, y'all. FMEpodcast.com. It's in there. It's it's mush, mushy peas. So yeah, but what Kevin Samuels told you, you lovely ladies, y'all, all y'all have to do is flirt in the right way, or just really be nice. Like it, and it don't take much to shoot your shot. Like you don't have to be all elaborate. I think it's easier for y'all actually. Yeah. I mean, I've never really done it because I'm just like, eh, whatever. And also, I I stop myself before I do. And because, you know, being open and vulnerable, it's one of my things where I'm just like, eh, girl, no, you don't, you don't need that right now. You don't need this. You don't need that. It's just all the self-sabotaging before you can even get to that point or get to that stage. Huh. I do that as like a guard and a shield for myself because I'm like, mm, no, that's why I've been single for like two, two plus years now, because every time that there's some type of interest somewhere, I'm just like, I can't do it. I was like, I don't care that everything's matching up and everything's lining up. They have the qualities that I'm looking for. I know that it's me at the end of the day where I stop myself from going out like that. Um 
you had just said something too, which is what the thoughtfulness and the understanding. Jennifer Lewis said that. Um, there's a clip, it always plays in my head whenever I think about dating or anything, when she said that she was with um, her ex-husband. I want to say it was her ex-husband or the ex-boyfriend that she had a couple years ago. And she was mentioning something that was so small and insignificant, and he wouldn't even look over. Hmm. And she said that's when she knew that the relationship wouldn't work out. And I feel like that's kind of how I feel too, just like how you said with the understanding and the thoughtfulness, mm-hmm. is if it's something that you are not personally interested in or you do not care to know about, take the five minutes to just look, to just hear me out, yeah. just yeah. give the energy to me because where where else am I going to get it from? Especially if you're supposed to be my partner, you know? I will say in the last relationship I had, whenever I was happy about something that I wrote or I had uh, someone say something about what I wrote and I'm like, oh my gosh, do you want to see? No. Cool. Cool, bro. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it shows that you don't necessarily care for the things that make me, me. You just care Ooh. for what they do for you. Ooh. Ooh. Here we are, here we here we just said a word you you took you took what i said and you summarize it beautifully just now yeah um and the other thing to think about is I, my goal is forever mm-hmm. and i know certain things like i'm probably two things i'm probably gonna do forever as long as i can gaming on some level and podcasting that's for damn sure like i've been gaming since don't worry about all that since the <laughs> 90s basically um and i don't i don't game as much and i'm not as deep into it as i used to be like i used to be so into gaming that when i would buy a new game i would literally get goosebumps like i would have a physical reaction to it now i still love it i still enjoy it but it's just on a different level and i'm more more on the casual side Eh, i'm like in between casual and like super serious gamer um and i mean podcasting this is like i tell you all the time it's like breathing to me this is beautiful to be vulnerable and share my entire life and innermost thoughts with a bunch of strangers uh (laughs) and people who are watching but not supporting yeah so uh yeah so i need you future mrs wilson i need you to understand some things i need you to accept some things i need you to know that oh you know, gaming in my head. This is me. This is her speaking. This is this is what I need. Either one, either you're a gamer too, so you get it, which makes it easier. Or two, I don't understand that he does that a lot, but I realize that that is his piece. That is his going out. That is his hanging with friends. That is his his relaxes mind. That is his inter form of entertainment, and I can respect that. He's in the house. He's safe. He ain't spending a bunch of money. He ain't hurting nobody. And if I need him, he's right there. The end. Like, I ain't asking you to come to Comic-Con. You don't have to. You can dip a toe into my world, but you don't have to live in my world, if that makes sense. Like, But also, just make room for my world. We're merging worlds. You know what I'm saying? And I need to know that you have the mindset um, to, to accept certain things. So... It's tough. Uh, I fit into a very, I think I fit into a very weird, probably more common now, but a very weird space, especially at my age. Like, the nerdy black guy, like, what the hell? Like, that that was Steve Urkel growing up. For those of you who don't know that that is, look up um, Family Matters. Like, that's what we looked at as a black nerd, but now it's evolved, um, and yeah. people are open, more open-minded to it, and it's like... We call it nerd culture, but a lot of stuff in the culture is cool. There's a lot of art. There's a lot of creativity, uh, all that stuff. So when you you actually find out that it's it's a big part of pop culture too. So it's not as doofy or childish as people think, um, and it's a multi billion dollar industry. I mean, yeah. so um, what is since you don't shoot your shot, you whack. Uh, but I'm, you know what I am glad you have the emotional maturity to say to yourself because a lot of people don't to say to mm-hmm. yourself I don't need this right now I'm not going to do this right now even if you feel like 
you might be making an excuse. Sometimes your gut, probably most of the time, your gut is correct. Your gut, your initial yeah. instinct is probably correct. And you can save yourself a lot of time, effort, energy, pain, so on and so forth. Um, just by listening to that. So I commend you for doing that. Uh, I try to do it. I've been doing it too. Much like mm-hmm. you have been single. I can't count. December, shit, before December, August of 22. So however long that is. And I've been off dating. I've been off. I ain't really did nothing. And now I think I'm in a space where I want to. But it's got to mm-hmm. be right. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm beat up, man. I've been heartbroken. I've been cheated on. I'm older now. My to- That's the other thing that I have to watch. My tolerance is way lower. Mm-hmm. Way lower. I mean, I'll be 40 in December. I'll be damned. I have and the same sentiments. Already? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's not good. Well, it's like the relationships weren't the best, but it's also like the once you are out of the relationship and there is like no ties to it, you don't harbor any like feelings or anything like that. And you actually get to like look back and look at the different signs and the different things. And it's like we would not have made it this far into this relationship if I wasn't so lenient and Mm. tolerant of a lot of things that I wasn't okay with, Mm -hmm. but I let it slide. Mm. And I let it slide until it was a point where I didn't want to at that, because at that point it was almost a disrespect and disservice to myself. Yeah. Because if I don't treat myself that way, why am I allowing someone outside to treat me like that? Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially when you know how you, what you want and how you've been raised and what you've seen and everything like that. And it's just like, it makes no sense. And it's easier said than done. Yep. But also I think that was my other like eye opening point is if any of my friends told me anything about like their relationships and it was like the exact same thing. I was like, why are you still there? Remove yourself from that. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I've done that. So it's like you have to start treating treating yourself and also looking at yourself as a friend and not thinking of you as like just a being as a person. No, I realize that it's easier for me to navigate dating when I view myself as a friend first because I'm just like, would I allow this to happen to my friend? Hmm. Especially if you don't have, I don't know, it's like it's weird, but it's like it's been the easiest thing for me because my tolerance is very low. To a lot of a lot of stuff now. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I remember you discussed this on the episode too. <laughs> yeah, my my tolerance is so low. Like the amount of crazy things and just the dating world. Like that's also why like I was sing, single for the past like two years because it was like, I mean, I guess I could entertain this, give it the conversations. Like I cannot do this anymore. It's just and basically showed me it's like yeah girl put that phone down you do not want that you do not want that and like i said um like you said you're definitely open to it but it has to be right yeah um the someone made me get into my feelings over the last few weeks and i haven't felt that way i haven't been that energized or excited in a very long time years and I had to really process it. And though that person may not be the person, I feel like that experience, which I'm still experiencing, may just be like the jolt I needed to say, hey, remember what this feels like. Remember mm-hmm. what thinking these thoughts are like. Remember what it's like to feel like you're being ignored or not considered. Remember and feel all of these things so that moving forward, when you decide to say something or do something like you're capable or this is probably how you have made other people feel is what it taught me because I'm very, uh, I take responsibility for my actions. I apologize when I feel like I've done wrong or someone tells me that they've hurt me. Um, and I try to do better moving forward, which is all you can really do, but to really sit and think and like truly empathize on the level where I'm putting myself in your shoes 
and then feeling how you felt based off of what I did, that's hard to do. But I feel like that's what's happened to me. I was like, dang, I've made people feel like this. Like when, when people say like you really hurt me, or I understand you apologize and you're so nice and you're so respectful, but I still felt this way because I know I can come off as like, okay, well I didn't really do anything on purpose. I apologize. Why are you still acting stank? <laughs> now I, see, <laughs> I think I think I needed that that slap in the face for myself. Um, and not, it's not malicious or anything. It just is what it is. And I was like, for the past few days, I've really been saying, oh, that's what that feels like. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. I don't like it. Uh, don't like it at all. So that that's another thing. You know, like you said, people come into our lives for a reason. And sometimes we can figure it out and we can make it into something and sometimes it's just like hey you just need these tidbits and you need these do you need these life lessons all right that person's gone but you got to remember to carry those things with you so that's one thing i'm working on is getting out of logic make sense mode and getting back into feeling mode and conversation Mm -hmm. mode because that's what you need in dating because there's no true logic or textbook to things you can all there's only really it's just a bunch of reactions like we're reacting to one another i'm reacting to what you said i'm reacting to what you text and you're doing the same thing and i'm also reacting to what i feel and expressing myself based on how you feel about me so it's literally just a series of reactions and there's no i mean you just don't know what you're gonna get day to day so it's like you can't logically think everything through sometimes you just got to sit and just be and be vulnerable Ugh. i know hate it Me i hate too. it so much it's a necessary evil uh so maybe this is just meant to mentally prepare me so question for you do you have any fears when it comes to like being or fears or insecurities when it comes to actually being in the relationship? Like, y'all, oh, of y'all, course, it... <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna lie to you on that one. I, of course I do. I have so many. I feel like it gets. Uh, I used to like not have any, and then once I actually started like being in like these crazy relationships, then yeah. Of course. So one of the biggest ones, and I know that you can't prevent it, is just the, um, I guess, someone not being as genuine as I am to them. Mm. I do not like that because I feel as if I give 100% in relationships and I'm 100% honest and 100% genuine with you on everything. But it's just that lack of the other person doing the same or are they running game? What are they doing? Because if I feel like I'm giving you this and you're kind of like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting this or da, 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 basically type of thing. I That's my biggest fear because instead of being honest with me from the get-go, you decided to get me open and vulnerable to then turn around and make it a joke. I don't like being the butt of a joke at all, especially in a relationship like that. Um, So that is like my biggest one is I'm constantly like in the back of my head. I'm just like, if I ever find out that we weren't being 100% genuine to each other, I don't know what I'm going to do, but someone better make sure that they have bond money for me because it's- You ain't about that life. Absolutely. I'll jump across the table. I will. But that is probably one of my biggest ones. And I will say- it kind of trickles into like the others because I mean, I've been cheated on and I was already like checked out of that relationship. So it didn't really phase me too much, but just the dishonesty when I've given you that platform. And that's the other thing is that it's like, I will peel back. I'll give you everything up front and then I'll peel back when I see how you move. And I just do not like having to do that to people. You know, I don't, (laughs) if, I have to, if I'm opening up and that's a very big step for me to like make and do, and you basically show me that I shouldn't have, oh my gosh, I recoil immediately. Not I'm recoil. just like, <laughs> I'll be damned. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I, it's like, 
I recoil. I'm just like, oh, and I'm like, I got to get out of here. I don't know how, but I got to get out of here. And it's just like this wave of shame almost because it's like, what, what was that for? And I think that's just my biggest thing. And that's also why I struggle so much with being open and vulnerable during a talking stage before a relationship, because I'm just like, mm, are you going to just take anything that I do and say and throw it into my face for something? I don't like that either. For me and my openness and my vulnerability to be weaponized against me for anything. Wow. I actually, <laughs> I think this might be... So we don't have a happy medium. I'm thinking about the two of us. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I want to get through your, the bullshit early. So mm -hmm. that's why, um, one, to avoid the friend zone, and two, why I'm open and honest is... I want to get through the bullshit. I'm going to see how you treat me because I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to let you into multiple sides of me. Pause. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'll be damned. I'm going to let you I wasn't see. even going to question that. It wasn't, I, I know. It, it wasn't for you. It was for the people listening. No, that was just funny. I do. <laughs> I'm going to let you see all sides of me sooner rather than later. I'm not going to give you anything to quote unquote hurt me with, but I need to see how you react to me. The problem with that is some people aren't ready. Some people think it's too fast, too soon, but I do it because like, I need to get this out because I need to see how you're going to deal with me and see what, what you said. I don't know if I have a patience for women who do what you do. Like I understand being hurt being betrayed i've been there right but when i have when it's like when getting you to be vulnerable is like trying to sculpt a statue with you know a needle instead of a chisel like i don't have the patience for that like there's only so much talking and reassurance and convincing i can do to get you to open up and it makes conversation a lot harder like a lot harder from what I've experienced. And it also messes with your head because you don't know, you don't really know what the, the, that woman, that type of woman is feeling or how into you they really are because they don't ever say it. They don't ever express mm -hmm. it. They don't ever shoot their shot. And they want you to interpret it. Like, <laughs> not talking about anyone in particular, <laughs> but there's one person that I figured out the fact that you call you text me and we have long conversations is her way of letting me know that she's like, she likes me, but I, it took me like years to figure that out. Right. Um, it took a very long time to kind of figure out, Oh, this is just, this is what you do. Instead of using words or coming out and say it, these are the actions or steps that you take to show someone. But I had to come up with that on my own. And sometimes you have to ask questions to get to those conclusions too. And that's, it's very tough, man. And I, I don't know if I had the patience for that. Like, like I said, like, I'm getting older and I've mm -hmm. been through too much stuff. And it's just like, especially the women in the age range that I'm dating, it's like, I need you just to be able to talk to me sometimes. Like, because if you tell me, cause I'm not good at reading between the lines. That's the other thing. But if you tell me, then bong, all right, I know how I need to move. I know how I need to do these things. Not in a, take advantage of you type of way but in a i need to be considerate of type of way yeah and i'll 100 percent agree with you on it and also because i know i i am real difficult right off the bat because i'm like i'm here for the jokes nothing more don't ask me no serious questions okay let's just have fun for a couple of weeks and then we can see where it goes but also that you know that's me that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to y'all that's me I know that I'm I'm usually the difficult person right off the bat because also I'm just like I it's like almost like a a push and pull I want to be open I want to say these things but then I'm also like mm, I don't know how that's going to be received and I know that you cannot live mm. like that mm. I know and 
I know you can't live and treat people like that, especially because people are not mind readers and you'll never get to that point if you don't open your mouth and say something because closed mouths don't get fed. They don't. But I do try now to be, I guess, cognizant of the fact that people aren't mind readers. And if you want to see this work out, you you got to say something first. You know, you got to put yourself out there every once in a while just to continue it. Because if they got to practically pull teeth from you just to get the conversation going, then everything just falls flat. You know, so I get it and I understand. And I think that's also um, something that I don't know if a lot of people struggle with that. I've been cheating on. I, I won't speak for y'all, but... I will say that I do know that about myself is now, now this time around, I definitely am. I'm not as, I guess, gun ho about being so open and upfront as I usually am on a lot of things because I'm just like, well, we'll see. Like, you really going to stay around until next week or are you better bounce like type of thing. So I'm definitely trying to pull myself out of that because those people didn't do anything to you, okay? They're not that person. So they don't deserve to be treated in that type of setting, tone, however you say it. So They're innocent. That, yeah, you're correct. Um, the other thing that I don't like or I'm insecure about is... Looking in the mirror, being honest with myself. Oof. Because, <laughs> because one thing, you know, I've been talking to my friends about, and it's true. It's, uh, how can I say this? In a nutshell, if someone's really interested in you, they'll, they'll make time, right? Yes. They'll call, they'll text you. But the caveat to that is... Everyone doesn't connect instantly like that. Everyone's not going to feel the same way at the same time. Like, I've had friends, when I first met them, we were cool. We would text every now and again. And then as they got to know me and realized that, oh, this is actually who this guy is, the frequency of everything increased. But it didn't start Mm -hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Even with the women I've dated, like, it didn't start like that. And it's like, oh, I have to keep that in mind. Um, but I use that now as an indicator, like, oh, they just may not be as interested as I am. Doesn't mean they're not interested at all. Because, again, back to what I said earlier, I don't always respond to text. I don't always pick up the phone. Sometimes I look right at the shit and won't do it. Because I don't feel like it. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter how much I like you. Sometimes I'm going to do that. I do that. So I have to remember that that part of things exists it's not always them looking at the phone and saying ugh, ugh, who is that i'm gonna talk to him oh this nigga calling me again oh like that's that's what we tell ourselves but you have to remember oh okay we just not on the same page might be in the same book might be in the same area we just not on the same frequency yet and that's okay that's okay um but what i also learned to do is just adjust like okay this is this is not going the way I thought it would go. Where do I need to make the adjustments? Let me change my expectations. That's the other thing. It's like some people when they're disappointed, they're mad and they they dip out. But part of being in a relationship or talking or dating is the ebb and flow and where you fit into things and managing your expectations. Oh, this person's not as interested in me. I don't expect to hear from you as, as often. So I'm out of my head less. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about you less because I'm like, okay, I've already rationalized or maybe I've expressed myself and you've told me, okay, this is what I should expect from you for now. So I can't be mad because I know what it is. Forget the expectation I set in my head. I know what it is, but people don't don't ask. So Mm -hmm. now you're stuck playing the guessing game, which is another reason why I just express myself and I ask. So I, I think that there's room for both of those, both of those thought processes when it comes to, oh, they really like you, they'll make time. Eh, that's true. That is true. But maybe they just don't really like you. But that doesn't mean quit. 
Like, how much do they really know? How much have you really shared? Uh, another ugly thing that a lot of people may have to deal with, what is there to like about you? Why would why should this person be super duper interested in you? What the fuck have you done that's so special that you've shown them that makes you stand out from everybody else that they've ever talked to or anybody else that they may talk to in the future? So, you know, you have to bring yourself down a bit. Like, yeah, you know you're dope. You know you're cool. You know you're easy to talk to. You know you're beautiful. You know you have these talents and skills. That person, one, may not have realized that. But two, have you shared those things? Have they seen you in these elements? Have y'all had these types of conversations? If not, your expectations are out of whack. Mm -hmm. They're way out of whack. So, yeah. Yeah. You just said that, no, you just said something, like two things, those two points that you made, I completely agree with because that is one of my big insecurities too, is finding out that I like someone way more (laughs) than they like me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) It makes me so disgusted with myself (laughs) because I'm just like, um... And I guess I think I've been told this before by like a couple of people is that I give people the benefit of the doubt 100% right off the bat, Same. you know, and so I whenever there's mutual interest expressed, I jump 100% in because I'm just like, okay, yeah, we, we already know we're going to have this set up this set up, you know, we're I see us in the future, like living our lives. And <laughs> they're probably yep. like, that's not what this is going to come to da 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 da. And so finding out that I like someone way more and I'm interested in someone way more, it makes me upset, but it is a reality check and it slaps me out of delusion, but it is so humbling because it's like, I have no idea where this is going to go. You know, I don't know how long this is going to last. Do I just enjoy it now while it's here or am I going to be upset once it ends? You know, or am I, or why am I already speaking about an ending? You know, I'm already telling mm-hmm. myself it's going to end, you know, like things like that. And so it like, it sparks all these different things going on in my head. And I hate it so much because I'm just like, so should I peel back? And that's automatically when I go to like, all right, put yourself on lockdown because you're not going to open up. You're not going to do anything until this person shows interest type of thing. So that's like a big insecurity. So I definitely really value what you said about that and about how doesn't mean that it's not there. Yep. It means that it is. It's just not to that extent. And also because as you get to know people, it can go one way or the other. And that's Shoot been a major pill to swallow and ugh, just a big insecurity. The second point. Done forgot the second point because of the first point. <laughs> but I agree with it. What was your second point? I don't know what I'd be saying. Okay. <laughs> uh what was it? I don't remember. Just that they bad. both went hand in hand. So it's like I agreed with Oh, agree with you you uh managing your expectations based yes. on what you've actually shared with the person because you you know all these things about yourself, but they haven't experienced it yet. Right. And that's a big thing, too, is because I feel once I like you in this little made up version of you I have in my head, because I don't know you completely. Yep. I I don't know part. you enough. So I've made this little figure of you and then I've put you on a pedestal. And so my expectations of you are higher through the roof than it should be because I don't know you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So all I'm doing is I'm setting myself up to be disappointed and disappointed and disappointed because I think of you as some fairy tale when you're not. You're a human. You make mistakes. I get it. No one's perfect. But if whenever I do that, and so it's one of my major faults, I do, I will say that. And I've been working on that a lot to meet people where you see them and meet them where they're at. Do not try to make them into this image in your head because they're not that person. You only go off of what they've shown you and how they've treated you. That's perfect. 
I ain't got no more mush left, yo. Yes. This, this, y'all ain't gonna get open and vulnerable for me for a minute, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more mush left. Uh, y'all just take whatever you can take from this conversation. And if you don't have friends that you can talk to the way me and Erica are talking right now, find them. Uh, get you a circle. You need a circle. Dating is tough. It, you have to have patience. You have to have tolerance. But you also have to just basically to sum this all up. You got to balance things in your head, your crazy thoughts. And the best and easiest way to do that is to reach out to the person who's making you feel this way. You ain't got to tell them everything, but you mm-hmm. can just say, hey, just checking that I'm not doing too much of this or if I'm not doing enough of that. Because we we got to get out of this whole fantasy romantic world he should know he should know no all of y'all are different all the women i've dated and been in relationships are different y'all like different things y'all act different ways y'all react to things differently i'm asking you that's that's one way you know someone's interested in you they're asking hey what type of treatment works for you what type of communication works for you like yeah, you can try to befumble and figure it out, but for me, it's so much easier to ask and you tell me than I can start doing. And then that, that, to me, that's more valuable because it's like, oh, this person listens. This person pays attention. Mm-hmm. So this person is considering my thoughts and feelings. That's what that says to me. So, Erica, you got any, any other mush for the people? <laughs> I, I told you that that's the last y'all gonna get from me for a minute, but I agree with everything. Um, I agree with everything, especially the last, the last parts. I know that sounds so vague, but <laughs> but I agree with that so much. I do. I I can't even say anything. It it already has a cherry and sprinkles on top. Why? Thank you. I can't have. Uh, oh yes, I can have cherries and sprinkles. I just can't have the whipped cream getting old okay y'all and that's what we got for y'all um thank you for joining don't forget to like share and subscribe fme underscore podcast on everything or just google from my experience podcast or look in the description of this episode and you'll see links to everything thank y'all for listening don't be afraid to be vulnerable and talk these things out with friends you're not crazy you're not the only one it just be like that sometimes y'all so until next time take care of yourselves physically mentally and financially and we'll catch y'all next time oh happy black history month this is dropping on february oh. 1st <laughs> eh. Eh. sorry we dropped I the ball out. love y'all bye